So, Kishore, if you can please press the record button. Let's start off with a prayer. Good morning, good evening, and welcome. So, uh, the icebreaker for the day today. So, continuing on uh, the uh, Vishnu Sahasranamam, the third stanza in uh, Vishnu Sahasranam goes as follows. It's a pretty powerful one. Yogo Yoga Vidam Neta Pradhana Purusheshwaraha Narasimha Vapushriman Keshavaf Purushottamaha. That's what it says. So, uh, the first word is uh, Yogo, Yogaha means the person, that entity that we can attain through yoga. And here, the beautiful definition of yoga uh, is a Sanskrit, uh, you know, shloka, which um, the, the the person taught us. It says like this, it goes like this, and I'm going to read it also for you. Dhyanendriyani sarvani niruddhya manasasaha ekatva bhavana yoga kshetragya paramatmanoho. So what it means, I'll translate it for you. The contemplation of the unity of Jivatma and Paramatma with the organs of knowledge and mind withheld is yoga. So basically, the knowledge, organs of knowledge and mind, which is the intellect and mind, and of course it covers the senses too, when you are withheld, with, withholding all of them, the Jivatma becomes the Paramatma. That's what it says. Such a powerful definition. Of this, and the then mm. uh, then the other that is yoga. That is that is yoga, and the other uh, words in this thing is yoga vidam is someone who's on the path of this yoga. The leader of that is yoga vidam, and uh, yoga vidam neta. Then pradhana purusheshwara is one single word. Pradhana here is not uh, the Eng the Hindi pradhana that we understand. Pradhana here means prakriti, the nature, the with the five elements. Purusheshwara is. Uh, that prim primordial being who controls these five elements. That's what it means. Then the next word is Narasimha Vapuhu. Narasimha Vapuhu means that entity which has taken the form of a uh, <clears throat> man-lion form, Narasimha Vatara. Okay? And there's a very beautiful explanation for this given, but you know, I'm not getting into the detail. I'm only trying to you know, excite your curiosity to go and, go and discover more. Okay. Then the next one is Sriman. And Sriman you know, it's a very, very powerful thing. You know, there is a there is a word called in Hindi, for example, he, this is how he explained it. I believe there is two ways of saying if someone is rich, okay? I believe if someone becomes rich by, let's say, uh, by their work or whatever, hard work or whatever, then there is a particular word. I don't know. I think it's called dhani. I believe dhani means someone, you are not rich, but then you become rich. Then there is someone who is quote-unquote, inborn, born rich, like Dhanavan. Dhanavan is a different way of saying you are rich. So, which means basically, you know, you can't separate out the wealth from the Dhanavan. Dhanavan is already born, born, born wealthy. <clears throat> Likewise, Shri Man is someone with whom you cannot separate Shri. Shri is that, you know, the prosperity or whatever that you see. 
so in uh, if you do, if you notice the you know venkateshwara swami uh, statue on the chest you will have that uh, lakshmi put on it put uh, put on it like it's a mole apparently okay so you can't separate the mole from that particular uh, you know uh, uh, bhagavan just as you you know you don't need to sub- he's not he's he's not acquiring anything he has that already that's what that means that word means mm. then keshavaha is a very beautiful name multiple uh, uh, interpretations for that but the most uh, you know common interpreter is someone who killed uh, the demon kesi or uh, you know who has beautiful hair that's one thing then purushottamaha is you know we all know that we've already discussed discussed that you know the what we see and what we don't see in this universe what we see is only 1/4 of it uh, what we don't see is 3/4 of it and beyond that is the person who causes all of them so that's purushottam maha mm nice so my goal in sharing this is only to kind of you know uh, to connect to some of the things what we are learning and also to uh, hopefully you know trigger some interest in you to do some research on yourself on the on these names and how they are connected let me know when it gets boring and we'll stop we can change to something <clears> else now this is all very helpful all right cool shall we start off our day today okay now uh the format is very simple you know the reason why i chose this format was and again again you know like they say right you know when there is a problem look to geeta for solution so i was trying to solve the problem okay how do we make uh, you know such a thick book strong heavy book you know to revise it so that you know we actually go through the revision right then i opened up uh, swami parvatmananda's uh, lectures and then uh, he talks somewhere about pressy writing okay he says that you know at the end of every one hour of lecture you go and do a pressy writing for two sentences or three sentences that's how you will assimilate it struck me the bulb went light went off couple of weeks back that's when i posted that saying that uh, you know please make sure that you're trying to pick a particular paragraph and then read it verbatim because that makes us all go through the whole book so sorry i kind of you know uh, forced it a little bit on you guys but i hope that you will play sport with it all right yeah so we go in the alphabetical order there you are ajay yeah i actually uh, you know looked at all the names and i realized that there are several with a but unfortunately or fortunately i don't know but i'm like the first <laughs> i mean anupama alpana ashish no me okay <laughs> all right so so roughly sort of about 5 minutes maybe uh, yeah yeah take your time it's okay okay all right okay so look i mean you know we've kind of completed the gita at least the first read uh, for me at least and uh, at the risk of uh, oversimplifying i mean i i think it's really kind of two things that two fundamental things that it dwells upon which is who am i and how does one become true truly sort of one with that i or get to moksha right i mean that's kind of how i think about uh, you know the, the whole sort of book absolutely oversimplifying right in terms of go uh, you know aha moments geeta is full of them right i mean there's just so many of them it's just hard to pick one uh i think the other thing which as i was reflecting on it i realized that some of the aha moments kind of fade and what i mean is that you know they connect with another aha moment and you get a bigger aha moment right 
so that was kind of interesting because I, I would look at one thing and then say, well, actually, this is no longer AHA, but there's a new thing which is kind of more interesting, right? And sort of eventually gets to uh, the final teachings, right? Uh, and and to me, the who am I at the to begin with was a complete uh, sort of uh, revelation. Uh, a bit abstract to begin with. I found it a little bit hard to understand. Uh, but after a while, you realize theoretically, it all sort of makes very simple sense. And, you know, this group and all the lectures from Swami Sarvapriyananda Ji, you know, you get that. That's not that's not complex. I think the bigger aha is how does one truly identify with the ultimate reality, reality which is who am I? Right. I mean, how do I get to that point? Right. Which is which is, I think, ultimate goal of life. Right. Uh, and what fascinated me about this in the book was uh, one of the things which Archana kind of came back to again and again, which was this dilemma around what is better, a life of uh, sannyasi or a life of action, right? And I'm going to pick like, you know, three very short passages from the book. Uh, to, to illustrate sort of where I'm going. The first one is on page uh, 72. Uh, so if you go to page 72 on the, on the, uh, at the bottom of it, it's, you know, Krishna says that both sannyasa and karma help one discover liberation. Both sannyasa, but sannyasa is very difficult if one does not possess a contemplative mind. Karma yoga gives one a contemplative mind capable of discovering the fact that true sannyasa is renunciation of action by the knowledge that I am actionless. And then he goes on to say on page 73 that one who takes to sannyasa before developing a contemplative mind through the practice of karma yoga will only denigrate the very order of sannyasa. Uh, so that was an interesting sort of uh, way to uh, distinguish between the two. The second part uh, is where I'll take you to page 125, uh, where again, you know, Krishna is obviously kind of going through this question again and again in his mind. And at the end of that, uh, you know, chapter, um, chapter 15 of the book, he says, uh, if you cannot appreciate me as the absolute, think of me in every action that you perform, treat it as my action and appreciate me as the one who gives all the results of action. But this act of, by this act, your mind will become peaceful. And then he goes on to say that there is no need to ask which is better. Uh, one of devotion or one of action, and that yoga of devotion is the same as that of action, for bhakti is the very attitude that makes you a karma yogi, performing action for Lord's sake, gladly accepting all results and his blessings. Karma yoga is indeed bhakti yoga. And then the very last piece that I wanted to talk about was on page 131, uh, where he says, where he actually enumerates the values and attitudes that are necessary for the development of a mind, for it is to see the truth of the self. And because these values uh, are a means to gaining jnanam, they are, they are the real jnanam or real knowledge, right? So those are the three sort of pieces that I, I, I kind of wanted to connect the dots here. So in a sense, what Krishna is saying here is that karma yoga is the practical path to jnana yoga or achieving moksha. He's also saying that karma yoga and bhakti yoga at the end of the day are the same thing because if you do actions with devotion and an attitude of uh, Ishwaratpana and Prasada Bhavana, uh, you kind of uh, that's kind of the end goal, right? Uh, or, or the or the purpose of karma yoga or, or the or the attitude of karma yoga. And then he obviously lists out certain 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 values, 
which are part of the sadhana chatushtaya and kind of essential to get that samatvam of mind or a contemplative contemplative mind i wanted to kind of bring out bring one analogy which sort of struck me uh, uh, in in this context which is the analogy of a pole vaulter right who is looking to scale a bar which is say 6 meters plus it's a very daunting uh, task the goal is clear you know what to do that's the easy part right just getting there is 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 the hard bit right and what krishna has provided us are the tools to get there which is a combination of karma yoga bhakti yoga and jnana yoga which is analogous to all the hard work that a pole vaulter would put in you know all the work and discipline and the sweat and toil uh and the pole itself is like you know divam or the hand of god right and you kind of once you kind of get the right attitude you have the right values you you use the uh, you take the pole or you know the with the grace of god you cross the bar and when you cross the bar you leave the pole right and that's when you kind of you know unite with that sort of ultimate reality which is brahman brahman right it it's it's a it's a it's a very very sort of arduous path very clearly from at least my vantage point right but i i i kind of kind of feel that you know this book is great but the real value uh of this learning is to practice it and become that sort of sergey bukka in pole vault sort of thing where you get to that height which which you need to kind of get to the other end right and and i think it is this discipline and desire and devotion and samatvam that is just so hard to cultivate but you know we all need to make a beginning and that to me is the one big sort of aha takeaway from the first reading of the gita with past one year thanks to this group awesome thank you so much so anyone um, maybe comment comment or you know question please very nice example of this pole vault thing very nicely done ajay yeah thank you all right let's move on ajay thank you so much for that and i really enjoyed that uh, example too i think it's alpana all right yeah so um so the reason i chose this was uh, you know in in the initial few classes rajesh used to ask the question how many of us are ready for sanyasa and he would ask us to raise hands right and none of us would raise hand and but it got me thinking that you know <laughs> he talks about uh, sanyasa and for some reason i had never thought about it because we are past that point where we could have taken sanyasa and you know now we are with the families and with the duties etc etc so it's not even a question but for me it was more of vairagyam that we need to uh, you know this passion that we need to inculcate to be on this path as a grihast um, but then i think uh, when it came to the chapter so if you already opened 72 where ajay left i think that's where my this thing starts so it was quite interesting i thought maybe he is pointing to the same thing so it is the nyasa and sanyasa the first paragraph itself it hits you when it says that at heart 
Everyone is interested in sannyasa. Every one of us keeps only a minimum of possessions, which I thought it, most of us maybe we cannot relate to it. We don't keep minimum possessions. But then the next line is very important. Things without which we feel we would be unhappy. The moment we discover that we do not need an object, we give it up readily. So I think that was very, very important. And, you know, uh, it, it sort of, uh, it, it was, I had never thought it that way, that intrinsically we want to give up things. So as soon as it doesn't have a value, we are okay to, to, to give it up, right? Thus our heart lies only in renunciation, right? And then it goes on to explain a little bit about, uh, you know, the nyasa and sannyasa. So what everyone needs most is freedom. We do not wish to depend on anyone or anything for our happiness. This dependence on things and being for one's happiness is called samsara. But if there is a thing whose absence makes you unhappy, you are bound. If you give up a thing deliberately, yet continue to feel that your happiness depends upon it, you will suffer. You are still a samsari, not a sannyasi. The meaning of any Sanskrit word is revealed by the root from which it is derived. The word sannyasa is formed by adding prefix sam to the word nyasa, which is derived from the root as with the prefix ni. Nyasa means renunciation. The prefix sum enhances the meaning of the word. Thus, sannyasa means total renunciation. And then he goes on to say, what is total renunciation? In what way is sannyasa different from nyasa? If one gives up something out of grief or pride, for example, the renunciation is only nyasa. So I thought that was also a great point where he highlighted that it is more of shanik vairagya, the way we call it, that you know, if it is out of grief or something, that for some time we'll be able to give it easily. And then I think there's just one more line which I want to highlight, which is on page 77. The first line under the title, experience is not knowledge, and which is the one which really hit the nail. Renunciation is recognizing your own nature, full and complete, never changing. So, so I think if we have to re-ask that question, how many of us are willing to be a sannyasi? I think it gives a very different perspective that yes, we can, and you know, we may be okay. And that goes to the point with which Ajay started about uh, who am I? You know, if we understand that, it is equivalent to be a renunciate. That is from me. Very, very beautiful. Thank you. Very nice. Wonderful. You know, you know. Two people have shared the, uh, you know, shared their experience, and both, uh, you know, have talked about something similar. And mine is also, <laughs> you know, it's on seventy-two page. <laughs> we'll wait for oh, that. Wow. <laughs> the question paper was out. Uh, looks like. <laughs> or we're all looking really, for that. Rajesh, <laughs> you really asked that question too many times about something. <laughs> 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 yeah, 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 I like, I like. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. I, I liked how you kind of uh, linked it to the question that Rajesh asked very early on. Very nice. I was just going to so, say so, that I um, I read a quote a few days ago that said, desiring less is even more valuable than owning less. And I think this really, you know, yeah. sort of connects to that. Yes. 
VP, you were saying something. Yeah, no, I was I was asking uh, Alpna a question. Alpna, so that means we can all be sannyasis while we are in this uh, grahast, or is uh, or you are saying something else? Did I get that right? You guessed it right. Yes. So that okay. question, we can raise our hand and say yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing that comes out of it. <laughs> we were all hesitant. We wouldn't raise, and we'll be like, no. <laughs> We are beyond the yield point, or <laughs> you know. So it nice. was well yeah. It did. It did uh, strike me. Yeah. And just, just, uh, just on the side on that point, I mean, sure. uh, I'm sure some of you would have heard about, or you know, about this whole idea of minimalism, where you know a lot of people will, you know, let go of like fifty percent of their possessions at the end of every year, right? Yeah. Uh, in some shape or form, right? Yeah. And and the whole idea is to you know let go of things that you are you tend to get attached to. Um, yeah. So I I find that sort of very very um, practical way of doing it because to become a renounce renouncee like at a drop of like a hat or like in a moment is impossible, right? So it's a process, and that's that's a, that's a useful way of uh, thinking about it. But it has actually that Rohit almost takes out his off his wardrobe at the end of the year. Then he yes, it up. <laughs> <laughs> so that that quote that I just mentioned it is actually from the book Becoming Minimalist. Uh, okay. um, right. Desiring less is even more valuable than owning less. So yes, we have to get rid of you know fifty percent of what we own, but we also have to work on desiring less. <laughs> replenishing exactly, yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So exactly. <laughs> So desiring less is a end result of uh, is a result of dispassion that right? as we cultivate vairagya is going to give rise to that. So though I don't know if that is something that um, you know we work hard directly towards, right? As a you know it is an it is it is something that comes as a as a benefit of gaining dispassion, isn't it? Correct. That's correct. Correct. Actually, I have a very interesting uh, observation, Alpana, when you said this uh, about this renunciation, right? Um, and and the minimalist that you talked about. I, I don't know whether it's a practice all across India, but at least uh, in the South, I heard this quite often. You know, when people go to Kashi, they'll say, you know, leave your favorite thing and come back. Okay. So, you know, uh, my dad used to jokingly say, you know, I'm going to leave your mom and come back. Right. So, <laughs> so, so the, but the point is, you know, people leave things like, you know, mangoes, for example, I think uh, if I remember right, I think uh, one of my parents, I think uh, they, they have left mangoes, but I think probably, yeah, I don't, I don't remember. Maybe one of my relatives have done it or whatever. So they do that. And that's like sort of a, you know, deliberately saying that I like this, but now I'm conscious that I don't want it anymore. I'm going to let it go. I'm using this occasion of going there, letting it go. And then they stop it all their life. Yeah. yeah. So this question is for you, uh, VP. Are you up for it? The mangoes? What? <laughs> no. Mangoes? no way. No way. <laughs> first month of Chaturmasa. Without exactly. <laughs> no, that's why I asked. I know it's your favorite fruit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, just, I want to add something uh, over to what you said, you know, to this story, you know, like I took my parents to Gaya, you know, because when you go and do the Shrad in Gaya, I think it's supposed to be, um, uh, you know, I mean, after that, you don't have to really do the normal Shrad, it seems. But anyway, so, so I took them and at the end of it, uh, uh, so both of them were prepared to give up something. So my father, he doesn't like uh, Karela. So he said, you know, I don't you know. He gave up. You know, uh, what, what do you want to leave? So he said, uh, Karela. 
and and my mother was waiting for something and uh, she she loves karela actually so this guy you know he said you know ha unhone bol diya na so wahi aap ka aapke liye bhi wahi hai actually so she also had to know leave karela actually so. <laughs> but this is very interesting because you know it's now this uh, christmas time now and i know that everybody is asking what would you want for christmas what would you need it's more than more than need it's always you, everyone's asking what would you want and you know when you actually think about it most of us don't want anything that can be given it has to be something that comes from within and the other day we were having a discussion when friends were saying anu what do you want for christmas i like you know it's interesting you know how we heard what the kids wanted to say and what some of the others were wanting and it was quite an interesting conversation to hear and then now alpana is talking about this you know the other end of the uh, thought process yep yep cool that was very nice so the next person to go is anupama itu it's me well for me um i think for me one of the things was when i started this how much of it can i apply or how much can i live it in my everyday life when it becomes second nature to me and so when we came around i think it was uh, page 56 about when they talked about karma yoga the um, you know the karmanyavad ikarashte mafaleshu kadachana you have the choice only regarding action not regarding the results thereof i mean just we all know that but and we are told that multiple times you know at all stages in our life but i just think that this kind of reiterated it for me the fact that you know you can also be freed your mind can be freed from agitation and you'll become con- contemplative and um you will everything you do not have to give up action you just have to change your attitude towards the action and you will be a different person which was very very significant to me because uh so many times do we ask the question but i did this why didn't this happen why was the result not what i wanted it to be and whether it was um, you know as a student as a mother as a employee as a spouse whatever even just as myself you're constantly even as looking after your garden you think you've done everything right and then yet you don't get what you want out of it and so this was really um uh, something that i would take and you know remind myself of multiple times which i felt like it helped me in my everyday kind of thing and which was kind of reiterated what you already know but it also made it very real in my everyday life the other thing that um for me was also was on page 110 about um you know uh, here knowledge when it talks about a peaceful mind the step by step the meaning is to possess absolute poise you must first have relative poise if to be all peace you must first be relatively peaceful a relatively silent mind will discover the silence that is your nature a relatively peaceful mind will discover the peace that is your nature a relatively sympathetic mind will discover the sympathy that is your nature and it goes on like that and and i felt one begins to cultivating a value for relative peace a peace that can be brought about by an attitude of karma yoga i felt this kind of tied up with what i had read earlier and 
it just kind of makes you makes me at least feel calmer to be able to observe everything around me and yet do what one needs to do i mean it doesn't say that i'm not going to do whatever one should be doing and continuing life but it just kind of makes it easier to accept what is around you and what's happening so of course nirvana shatakam was the third thing for me which was just you know discussing tatvabodha with all of you and being introduced to nirvana shatakam was just i think my most wonderful thing right through this not past 7 8 months fantastic you know anupama thank you for sharing you know i just want to go three sentences ahead where you stop right and i want to comment on yeah. what you said so he says swami ji says see the difference between these two yeah. you are peace your mind is peaceful in the second sentence peace is an adjective whereas in the yeah. first it is a noun it is you so i'm tying back to the vishnu sasranama uh, the thing there is a shriman right the word shriman basically the the wealth is attached to the lord not like you know something which is stuck onto his chest it is natural to him beautiful beautiful yeah beautiful i i think this is really a nice uh, piece because it also lets us you know approach it uh, with okay we, if we are making small steps that's also okay you know you don't even if you're not getting to the final thing right away at least if you're making small steps in the right direction then you know we'll eventually get there and that's exactly what it is i mean you know it's we don't have to reach from zero to the end point straight away is for me that was very important because otherwise i'm constantly thinking that it's not enough and realizing that one one step at a time is <clears throat> you know is also fine it's getting you one step closer right yeah and that's where i now I, i also feel something like that you know quite often and uh, kishore's framework comes to my our mind yeah know? exactly yeah, absolutely you know i said yeah the, the direction <laughs> is right maybe it is slow but the direction is right so i'm okay so yeah and and one other thing in the whole thing which 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 was uh, uh, which was a powerful revelation for me of course not covered as part of the book but was that um, you know as we make this effort we have to forget about the the end point when we will quote unquote die because you know that's just one more continuation of the journey so it really does not matter you know we have infinite time actually to to get to that perfection so that kind of you know drop the you know i to use mahesh's words right the fear of death completely from me yeah i mean in addition to that, that, that was in... the other oh sorry ajay continue no, no, go, no, go ahead no that was another thing you know i was toying between what is it there there's another whole part of it discussed about death in in the book um that was another one that i found was extremely i mean we've discussed it a lot especially with the pandemic going on you know the multiple times but it was very well said in this book too yeah i mean i think to to rajesh's point i think the you know the fact that it doesn't have to be all done by the end of your current life sort of takes the pressure off you i mean you're going to think well i need to just keep moving along and uh, i'll get there eventually so at at some level you might think that you know 
it doesn't kind of the the desire may not be as intense in that case but i think the more important thing is that you're moving ahead Absolutely. yeah in a way you are uh, getting free of that limitation of time uh, yes and and you know you can be free of the guilt that <laughs> you're not getting as quickly as you thought you might need to you know <clears throat> yep all right anupama thank you for that uh, ashish it's you next okay uh, thanks uh, rajesh and uh, i am i am a newbie here in the group came in uh, quite late uh, you all have been going uh, on this for a long time but you but did luckily, say that you did a, you did crash reading of the whole book so <laughs> uh, so luckily i had i had the book i had read it and uh, just to give you a background uh, a friend of mine he like we we, we were talking about here yeah, we should start read, reading uh, the actual the commentary on the actual book the, with all the 18 chapters and uh, he knew something he said first read this swamiji's book <laughs> because this this is the sar of uh, everything and uh, if you go to the actual book you you will get lost so first go through this and then if you are still on to it then go to the uh, the actual 18 chapter so th- this really helped me a lot so i i didn't do the crash reading uh, so um, i'll i'll not go to the three specific pages on this book but uh, uh, let let me let me uh, go through what what were towards the aha moments for me and uh, uh, i might uh, I, i think it will be better if i uh, refer to the uh, actual chapters and the verses uh, and uh, uh, before, before that uh, connecting with what anupma said before me that uh, doing the action with uh, the prasada buddhi that uh, that thing which it it stuck a chord with me like uh, earlier it used to be like i am doing this thing i should get something in return even if it is a small thing like you know, you are doing some cooking at home or like you you should get some praise and uh, so that kind of changed that reading that kind of changed my attitude like there shouldn't be you you are actually doing everything uh, with that prasada buddhi that should be the attitude uh, so getting to the three aha moments that i uh, picked up so there there is this uh, verse four in chapter 9 uh, which is kind of mysterious because every time you go back to it you figure out something new and it is uh, and my diction may not be right it is that maya tatam tat nidam sarvam jagat avyakti avyakti murti nam so which which is basically i am the unmanifested form manifesting in uh, all the living beings and uh, i am they are in me and i am not in them so very mysterious like uh, they they are in me i am not in them but as you go on uh, reading it again and again and trying to read the various commentaries 
uh, it is very uh, very powerful basically leading up to uh, uh, what we have been discussing about brahman in all our previous uh, discussions uh, so that is one which i go back to again and again the next one is uh, i'll not repeat uh, the entire one that is again in chapter 9 and that stuck to me because uh, that's kind of the tagline of uh, life insurance corporation of india and uh, which is like ananya chintyanto ma ye jana paryasate tesham nitya bhikyukta na yoga kshemam vahamem the last two the last two words they, that stuck a chord in me like what is this but basically it is like you uh, it's kind of freeing you from uh, worrying about your yoga and shema shema so uh, basically uh, that's the basic uh, tenet of human problem that we want to have more we are working towards getting something and we are worried about uh, uh, saving what we already have so we have this fear of losing what we already have uh, but uh, uh, lord shri krishna is saying here that uh, you give all those worries to me and uh be on the path that i'm teaching you and i'll i'll take care of it so very very powerful message there beautiful it's stuck a chord with me uh and uh, the third one is uh, uh it's chapter 18 verse 54 uh brahmbhut prasannatma na shochiti na kanchiti so basically Uh, what i took from this one is uh, we we are mostly in past and present so um, either we are thinking about the past or worrying about the future and uh, this one is kind of directing us that uh, uh, you have to be in the present as much as possible be mindful and also the, these three kind of when this prajesh uh, asked us to share what you learned from swami ji's book and from the actual uh, book instead of again doing the crash reading of the book which i was planning to do uh, i just started thinking like what what i can recall so these these three just came up to me i thought i'll share these amazing thank, thank you. you so much yeah very nice very nice ashish yeah. ashish one thing to nice. connect back connect you back to rajesh yes, that ananya chintayanto ma shloka also occurs in vishnu sahasranamam okay <laughs> that shloka and then the last shloka of gita yatra yogeshwara krishna that also occurs in vishnu sahasranamam verbatim just word by word so now ashish you can start uh, uh, learning vishnu sahasranam now you know one shloka <laughs> okay yeah well well definitely do that you can get guidance from all of you because you have been doing it for No, Almost not Vishnu Sahasranama. Okay, okay. So we'll we'll start on that together then. If Rajesh has those plans, <laughs> but first, first we have to practice what we are learning now. So, <laughs> so well, great. I'll go with you guys. Any questions for Rajesh? Any comments from anybody else? The only thing is Rajesh. Very nice. Yeah. 
only thing is ashish you know i was probably going to say exactly the same thing but anyway i've got multiple you know bookmarks <laughs> i picked something <laughs> my bookmark which rajesh, is which is rajesh <laughs> rajesh since i am probably the last one i tabbed 15 <laughs> pages and left another 10 untapped <laughs> <laughs> I I I was almost thinking we should play Bhagavad Gita bingo <laughs> with like our favorite places <laughs> and some examples like pot mud water wave ocean and uh, Swami Jesus first reference and like bingo Bhagavad Gita bingo that would be good that would be good actually all right with that I think it's Krishna it's you now this one comment I wanted to make uh, yeah. this was uh, on yoga kshemam so the word appears twice in gita in chapter 2 it appears first where he says one shouldn't do yoga kshemam so he's trying in fact lord krishna says i think it's 45th around around that 2.45 or something um and then in in the ninth chapter but then he says i will take care of it so it's interesting yeah it's kind of contradiction yeah. no it's not yeah. contradiction it's like you don't do it then so it is you don't do it I'll, i'll i'll take care but of it i will provide for it if you leave it on to me so it's not a contradiction but it is so you, just it says that you shouldn't try doing it hmm. uh, you shouldn't struggle i'll i'll take care of it i'll take care of it yeah, yeah. nice interesting krishna ah doesn't kishore go before uh... Sorry, I uh, forgot the yeah. English alphabet. Kishore, <laughs> isn't it? Okay, Hari is Shanta is S. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. So um, I actually did not read your message, uh, Rajesh. So instead of going uh, uh, by the book, yeah, uh, I will share some um, uh, things that stood out for me in this path. So uh, similar to what Ashish uh, did here. so um the the to me the the first revelation was about the self right it it was it was almost like wait a minute is this what really i mean is this what they're talking about i mean it, it that took a, a certain amount of time for me to go beyond is this is this it tell me more. i mean it was like I, you you can't be serious it cannot be just about this right um and it it took some time to get out of that uh, mode of uh wait a minute <laughs> you know all this that we hear about is about uh just that i mean it's like uh, took me a time but then as uh, uh, you know slowly started reading and understanding more um you know it it's fascinating so um the, the reason i i um Yeah, so I've been listening to Swami Bhumananda, and then obviously we are all listening to Sarva Priyananda Ji and uh, um, Paramartha Nanda Ji's. Uh, so it, it's all kind of mixed. So I, I do apologize for uh, not pointing to the exact pages in the book, but you know, uh, to me, uh, chapter two and chapter eighteen are you know they sum it up for the most part. so i'll take chapter 2 the three concepts that stand out you know one is the concept of self which we spoke about um and then just to understand uh how they uh explain the self and the concept behind it was phenomenal um secondly obviously the the we we all again talking about karma yoga here i think this one 
uh, you know, resolved a lot of questions, a lot of conflicts in my mind. Uh, the, the whole concept uh, of karma to karma yoga, the concept behind karma yoga and uh, just gave us a direction of how to perform action, right? And without uh, worrying about way too many things. I mean, um, and slowly started absorbing the concept of samatva, uh, which uh, Swami Bhumananda actually says is the, is the one thing that key takeaway for as far as you know, he's concerned uh, from the Bhagavad Gita. And uh, I, I started, res- it started resonating with me a lot more. Uh, that, one, that one word started resonating with me uh, the most out of Bhagavad Gita. Um, because I, I, as, as, we, as I went through this journey, I realized that I wanted to find out where, where does the rubber meet the road? Similar to what Anupama was saying, how does, how does um, the teaching apply to my daily life? I kept asking that, I kept asking that, is it all abstract? Um, because when you hear only about the self, then it seems like it's all abstract. I mean, at, at least at that point. And I was always wanting to see where does the rubber meet the road, right? So, um, but then when, when it came to, when I understood Samatvam more, that's when I think I, I felt that that's where the rubber meets the road, which is that as I understand it right now, it is that achieving that calm, peaceful, equanimous mind is where the rubber meets the road, right? So um, everything then fell in place. So when I hold that as the anchor, Samatvam as the, as the central anchor, then karma yoga f- falls in place because when you're performing karma, uh, you start to realize that the work itself is the main thing, right? It's not about what is the result of the work. The, the fact that, you know, the, the work itself is the most important thing because that's helping you clear certain things off and so that you can become calmer. And now it's also giving you the right attitude to do that um, to, uh, and gives you the framework for performing work. So anything and everything we do, instead of seeing it as, oh my God, do I have to do this? And I don't like that, and so on, uh, can now be changed into, okay, I, I may or may not immediately like this, but then I'm going to do this, right? And then that changes how we start looking at everything. Um, so I started tying Karma Yoga into in Samatva. Um, and then it says the, the next um, verse, which is Yoga um, Sakuru Karmani, that, that uh, verse, which is I think 248, if I'm not mistaken, uh, talks about uh, Samatva Yoga, right? Where it says, how you could you can do work absorbed in um you know which kind of loosely translates to work as worship the fact that uh, when we do work for the intrinsic core value of the um, action not necessarily thinking about anything else when you're completely focused on this um that is you know that can that will lead to samatha right again um to so yet another framework there, right? When we um, work, then if you're not worried about a, a particular result, what should we be thinking about when we do work? And it tells you when you work, work, uh, that's pretty much the intrinsic value of work is what you're working for, right? So um, uh, so that came into being. So the, the last part obviously was the values, the, the 20 values that, uh, uh, the book talks about 
And I'm actually reading Swami Dayananda's uh, book, Value of Values, which, is, uh, which has been great, actually, to elaborate on those 20 values. And, uh, you know, so understanding that, again, reaffirmed for me the fact that each of those values are removing some kind of conflict out of the mind, leaving the mind in a more peaceful state. So, to, so the key takeaway again became samatvam, uh, equipoise and equanimity of the mind. Everything else that we do leads to that. And, and the realization that the, the highest level of the moksha is nothing but um, a gradation of this peaceful mind, uh, a level we, we can reach a certain, I think, the relative state of calm and peace. But then as that strengthens and strengthens over a period of time, that is what is called moksha. It's not something else that needs to be achieved from outside. Right? So, uh, so it came down to that for me. Nice. Very well summarized. Very nice. Well summarized, yeah. Thank you. I think, I think uh, uh, Kishore, you just sold the Swamiji's book to me. So I, now it's on my list. I have to get to it at some point. Oh, the value of values, yes, absolutely. Yeah, the value of values, yeah. The, 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's a very easy read uh, and very, uh, uh, you know, highly applicable in, in, in day-to-day life. Right. I can tell you this group is hyperactive in this WhatsApp. <laughs> you know, by the time you catch up on something and you read, there is 10 more posts and I can't keep up with that. <laughs> I've not gotten to it. It's like... I have the culprit. I'm sorry. I have the culprit. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. Shanta, Shanta, I'll share my strategy. I just carve out one hour and then sit. And then you can see from my replies, right? I just you know, sit and go through. I, I think I'm a... Ashish said he's a newbie. I am still feeling a newbie in this group. <laughs> far behind like you know uh, when Alpana says something I go check on that and I listen to that then I have to cook and then I jump and then something else comes up then I look at that video it's like no start restart that's how I feel you guys that are too good <laughs> VP's, VP's strategy is good just uh, do, do it uh, take take out some time for it. <laughs> I think so. I think so. <laughs> Good point is. But All then right. what is then you go into a loop because you won't understand. I don't understand some parts of it. So now to understand that, I have to look. So it's like going into Google, and then you search. I am, I am with you, Anupama. That too, you know. Into another. You know, like I don't understand list. some word and then I go Google that and then there is some article there. I read that and then I lost track of where I started. Then I come back and say like, okay, I'll do it tomorrow. And then yeah. <laughs> Shanta, you know, I just so had a similar discussion so with... <laughs> just had a similar discussion with Krishna sometime back. You know, remember Krishna? So then the only thing is he assured me that, you know, it happens to everybody and I think Kishore also <laughs> mentioned this one. So that gave me comfort actually, so. Okay. Yeah. So, All right. Let's move forward. If there are no questions for Kishore or comments for Kishore, any other comments? Okay. Now, hopefully, my uh, my English alphabet is correct. <laughs> Krishna, it's you now. Ah uh, yes. Uh, thank you so much again. Um, I relatively joined a little bit late to this group too, and had to do like a crash reading of some of the previous chapters. Uh, two two passages, uh, especially two shlokas. Uh, kind of appealed to me the most. 
uh, how how do we uh, apply this to our day to day life um, so one one thing is uh, it's like the what the what does what will jesus do kind of like some of some people have christians have this bracelet so the equivalent is what will krishna say for this particular moment in life for my situation uh, but even then there are like so many sayings from gita that i found that uh that that if i were to anchor look look at one thing as a north pole for me it was chapter 2 verse 7 that's like one of my favorite shlokas and that shlokas in page 19 it goes karpanya dosho apahat swabhavah prichami tam dharma sammurta chetaha yachreyasyam nishchitam tam bruhi tanme shishyaste ham shadi mam tvam prapannam so he uh, goes to explain swamiji explains very beautifully that karpanya dosho is the word means a miser miserliness and miserliness of what it is our own intellect and our brain that we are not using it and the next one that hits you very hard there he says between dharma and adharma you know dharma is good adharma is bad but dharma itself is very relative it depends on the person and the situation of how you do so that also changes even for our own selves our life it changes but what is absolute is shreyas not just for you it is good for everybody else uh, every all of us shreyas is what we want and so he very beautifully asked and also uh, somewhere i read uh, that it is in the vanavas time the 12 years is when arjuna and krishna get really close and they are like the best of buddies they are hanging out together all the time they go hunting and they discuss life philosophy so many things so uh, you know this arjuna has had like access to krishna all his life uh, but he has never uh, asked this question like in this particular way is kind of swami ji very nicely says he has been a friend philosopher and guide but never a teacher and until that moment like when he's really pushed to the brim in that war uh, thank god that arjuna somehow he had that click that switch and he says no at this point i surrender so that's like the second part of the shloka he says yashreyas whatever is great tambruhi so you please tell me and then the three magical words he says shishyaste ham i am your student shadi mam please instruct me uh and then tuam uh, prapannam i surrender to you so when he says the i am your student you instruct me i surrender to you those three points i thought like very key so uh, for for me i think like at all points if if even you do not know what the right answer is like first go to that uh, disciple and student mode like go to the arjuna thing like saying oh there's this teacher and in our case uh, we have this book like use this book as like this north star and go back and then maybe there will be one shloka that will appeal at one time maybe there will be another thing that might so even even uh, something very popular like karmaneva adhikaraste mahapaleshu kadachana sometimes i know that shloka but i cannot apply it to my life like last week i had a bad experiment a model i am trying it keeps on failing i write my paper and it gets very badly reviewed uh, i know i am doing my duty but still uh, you know sometimes you have to go back to some other thing so uh, the the way i kind of reconcile myself is okay i mean this is like this great warrior who's going through this and he needs to go to this disciple mode to learn uh, so i kind of that that also kind of actually started me one thing i've done is like everything i read or any other book even if it sometimes be a fiction book that i'm reading 
I try to somehow kind of tie it to a lesson from Bhagavad Gita. Oh, this is probably what, this is an explanation of that. It's like already been told that this is like a rephrasing different situation that's been explained. That's kind of helped me, uh, helped me a lot. Like, so that, that shloka appealed to me. And then uh, without taking too much time. And then the, the answer, if you want the other way, uh, the very quick shortcut answer uh, is in page 164, chapter uh, 18, shloka 65. And this is a shloka that actually gets repeated twice in Bhagavad Gita. Three-fourths of the shloka. This is Manmana Bhava Mad Bhaktaha Madhyaji Maam Namaskuru. Maam Eva Aishyasi. Up to this point is the same exact shloka in chapter 9, the last shloka, shloka 38. But then he says, in this particular case, he's saying, Satyam Te Pravidyami. So I am telling you the truth because you are very, very dear to me. And he says, just surrender to me. Just go down to me, think of me, be my devotee, and everything will be fine. So I uh, like to me these two shlokas kind of like at all the points. Be a student, be a disciple, be ready to get instructions, and then the next point is like try to be the really be a devotee to the Lord and like listen to the words, and then everything else will follow. Like you'll know probably the right question to ask or the right shloka to take inspiration from, uh, the right value to follow, uh, and so on. So that 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 were like the two big uh, of of the many to choose from. It's it's like insanely hard. I I also had like some six or seven bookmarks just in case if my question paper got leaked out, so to say. Uh, so, but but these two are uh, my favorite. Thank you so much. Awesome, awesome, awesome. very very nice, Krishna. Questions, comments from anyone? Question for you, Krishna. What yeah. what does what does Krishna two say? <laughs> Krishna. <laughs> so Krishna too's uh, only message is listen to Krishna one. He has said everything. <laughs> so yeah. to others who may not have seen the joke here, Krishna's uh, website is Krishna two, because he says Krishna one is the Krishna. So I don't. He doesn't want to take that uh, name. So he my, has Krishna two. <laughs> yeah, Krishna my, my one is taken. Yeah. Hmm. So 20 years ago in my school, my ID was Krishna2 at cmu.edu. And then from then on, like I became Krishna2 everywhere. So my marketing <laughs> pitches in Treta Yuga, it is Krishna1. In Kali Yuga, it's Krishna2. But then uh, after reading this book, no, 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 no. I mean, it's just like probably my uh, parents realize I need more of his lessons and named me happenstancely with this uh, wonderful name. No, no, no. To 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 totally. that This book has everything. And that is what like this year I think was... My third or fourth attempt at reading Gita, uh, and and like finally that that switch and the gear kind of locked itself correctly at that 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 point. Just keep going back again and again. The answers are here. So very very thankful to this group too for constantly uh, reinvigorating the discussions every week. Yeah, but you seem to have figured out the way of uh, you know reading through all the messages, unlike some of us here. <laughs> and I, <laughs> you know, maybe your Google background helps you there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he can he, he, he can identify the real messages. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I like I, I particularly like. In fact, I had thought of the first one that you talked about the the Kripana, uh, the whole sort of the fact that we we don't use our intellect and mind. Uh, we're kind of miserly about it. That's that's a beautiful point. And and I think the 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 point you make about uh, about surrender is is a very profound one. Uh, it's something that doesn't come naturally to most people. Yep. Uh, whenever we go and seek advice, we go with sort of preconceived notions at some level, right? And and dropping that is is the hard part. But excellent point. Thank you. Yeah.
Mute. So, uh, Ajay, to add to your comment to what Krishna said, right? Uh, you know, yesterday in the in the Vishnu Sasranama class, uh, this person was telling us this thing. He said, when we say, let's say we say some mantra, Om Namah Shivaya, okay? So the way that he, one of the interpretations of, you know, because the very word Om has got so many interpretations, right? The, here is one interpretation of what he said. He said, think of three karas, okay? First is Mamakara, okay, things that are mine. Next is Ahankara, okay, things that are I, okay. Third one is Namaskara. You can go to Namaskara only when you first drop Mamakara and Ahankara. Dropping Mamakara means, you know, having a little sort of a uh, detachment. Then dropping Ahankara means surrender. Only then the Namaskara truly happens. Otherwise, it's only you know, hand service, nothing else. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, one, one more small note I wanted to add is uh, Swami uh, C and Swami D, both of them have like this very detailed uh, Bhagavad Gita commentary. Like I think Swami C has like a 15 volume Bhagavad Gita one and Swami D has like a nine volume because they are like in the same Guru Sishya Parampara, you'll see the message constantly reinforced. I'm just reading now through Swami C. One very nice thing that you uh, you see is like the various places where uh, Krishna uses to call Arjuna. It is all super significant. Vyasa did not even miss one syllable to add more punch or impact, right? So when he when he says Arjuna, it is in one particular way. And when he wants to bring that, oh, you are coming from a very, very rich uh, ancestral family, he will say, oh, Bharata. And when he say renounce something, he'll say, oh, Dhananjaya, possessor of wealth. And then uh, in some other place, when he wants to say, oh, you are very close to me and he wants to establish as a friend, he will say, hey, Kaunteya, hey, Pandava, or like who's very close to him. And even something very small as like using the various uh, names of Arjuna, we think sometimes it's like um, probably there in the shloka to either rhyme or like fit the meter, the Anushtup Chandha meter, but then uh, only when such a Swami explains like the, the meaning of the shloka, then, then the name also kind of comes out like uh, it's, it's not accident. It's been, it's, it's really powerfully put through that. That again, like now that I was mentioning uh, Arjuna shloka, I uh, thought of mentioning that it's, it's so beautiful. Yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. And uh, just to let you know, till 25th December, Swami Chinmayananda Ji's Vyakya is available free to download. I'll forward the link. So if you guys want to download, they've just opened it for a few days that it's available for free download from Chinmaya Mission. Opportunity. <laughs> Grab it. <laughs> I just got the message before I started the class. I'll send it. All right. Download Thank and you. Circulate, yeah. Thank you, Krishna. I'm kind of getting a little conscious of the time. Maybe we may have to stretch a little if that's okay, especially for Alpana, if it's okay with you. We, we may have to stretch five, ten minutes. Okay. So, uh, any more questions for Krishna before we move on to the next person? Uh, maybe the English alphabet again, Mahesh, I guess. Otherwise, you know, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Rajesh. Thank you, everyone. Uh, in fact, continuing to what uh, Krishna said, you know, so in that Lord says that you are dear to me, you know, so I mean, always I was wondering, you know, when Lord says you are dear to me, don't grieve, what is this for me, you know, in this particular sense, uh, what, what happens, what, I mean, what is that for me in this particular uh, case? 
so this is what uh, i've been uh, looking at and there i found the solution in page 164 you know he says give up all the action and seek the soul refuge okay then how do i do this uh, this has been uh, been my aha moment where i had to i mean we also been doing so many things but i mean we don't give i mean we, i mean how do we give up this actions and think about god suppose if i'm doing right right now i'm talking how do i give up this action and think about god i mean this is so difficult uh, thing uh, to consider or to uh, keep it in a practical daily application thing so this is where i got this uh, answer uh, aha moment in this uh, thing he says keep up this knowledge or that i am sachidananda you know that is where uh, this particular knowledge or the renunciation which he says is more of a knowledge than anything else the knowledge of that i am sachidananda or the knowledge inside comes out karma karma yoga outside or the bhakti yoga outside is what is my understanding is about you know so this uh, summarizes the whole of working for me uh, in a looking in a different angle and a different way although uh, god says i am awareness in you appreciate me in everything i shall liberate you from all the sense okay this is all theoretical part of it but the actual practical part of it is what the knowledge inside which we uh, which we have to imbibe in ourselves learn to ourselves that this is this is what i am and while performing duties also this has to be inside us this particular knowledge is to be developed continuously every time each time every second and that is what will help you in your day to day karma yoga or day to day obviously knowledge inside is bhakti outside is what i have seen or bhakti inside is knowledge outside this is the aha moment for me in this particular book that's it thank you very beautifully summarized any questions for him comments i i love that point i mean i think uh, the more i read about this uh, it feels like that uh, frankly karma yoga and bhakti yoga are not different in in a, in a certain sense they are all essential they both essentially the same thing i mean you do one in conjunction with the other and uh, one other thing you know mahesh what you mentioned you know and ajay what you mentioned i uh, read again in uh, swami peace uh, uh, book right uh, so basically he says like mixing oil and water okay oil and water don't get mixed together but when the gnana comes in together then gnana bhakti karma all of them they start mixing together and when we mix it properly in that in put the gyana along with the bhakti and the karma then everything gets integrated yeah. you know some of swami peace examples are so powerful that they just stick in your head you know they just can't yeah. go away <laughs> very good mm-hmm. all right then it's manu i guess i thank you um So you know I joined this group pretty late in, in the year um <clears throat> a few of us you know thanks to Alpana she guided us initially um and we were meeting you know outside of this group in sort of a breakout group and trying to come up to speed with the, with the you know the Gita 
And we kept getting stuck on this thing about action and, you know, the karmanya vadhikara se maphaleshu kadachana. Okay, you know, I, we have to not worry about the result of the action and just focus on doing the action. But we kept getting stuck on like, why will I do the action if I'm not expecting anything? Like if we don't have, like what, what would cause us to take this action? Like it can't be right, you know, we're missing something here because um, it can't be that the Gita is telling us to not do something or, you know, do it without thinking sort of thing. And, and then when we actually started reading through the book, you know, on when it actually talks about this particular thing, I think it's really explains it well. And I'll, I'll read the few lines from, uh, it's page 52. And it's explaining karmanya vadika raste ma phaleshu kadachana, that verse. And um, he says, uh, work alone is your privilege, never its results. This sentence has confused many scholars who interpret it to mean that one should perform action without expecting a result. But this cannot be the intent of uh, Lord Krishna's statement because it would mean that he would be teaching Arjun without expecting him to understand. You know, so <laughs> no one performs action without expecting some result. And he goes on to say, then, you know, you should, it's fine to expect a result on, on page 53 in the middle of uh, the page. It says the expectation of result is natural. It's not a problem. The problem lies in our reaction to the results when they come. So you, you should perform action expecting results, act so you can achieve what you desire, plan and execute your work. But if the result is totally contrary your expectations in spite of all your wishing and willing, don't react and call yourself a failure. And I think this is so important. I, I feel like it really helped me. Um, understanding this helped me uh, sort of focus on what can I do? How can I do it well? And of course, you know, I, I do have an expectation. I want to do something well. I want to, I'm looking for a certain result. But the point is, if the result is not what I'm looking for, then I shouldn't react badly. I should not say, oh, you know what, like, this is beyond me. I just can't do it. It's like what I think, uh, I think Krishna was saying before that, um, you know, you get up, you dust yourself off and you go and you say, okay, how can I do this better? What can I, uh, you know, what might I need to change? What might I need to learn? in order to change, you know, what I'm trying to do here. And, and I think, you know, at some level, we all understand this, but I, I feel like this helped really synthesize this in my brain and, you know, help me to calm myself down, which I think like Kishore was saying, right, that is the real objective, I feel, is to try to gain that peaceful mind. And that's what uh, we're all looking for. And I feel like this really helped me with that. Very nice. Very, Very nice. nice. Yeah. Any comments, anyone, questions for her? Bad and I'll just say... Going to, I, I had selected the same paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I thought Rajiv was talking about the next page. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. It's not the same page, next page. That's fine. 
ಜ್ಞಾನಯೋಗ So there is another book yeah. called Uddhava Gita. Uddhava Gita doesn't talk about karma yoga apparently. I was surprised about it. In fact, I have that book. I browsed it, but it was so heavy for me. I just kept it aside. I said, I'm going to focus this on now. <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, Manu, uh, just to add, I had one comment. Uh, what mm-hmm. you said, you know, you, you, you articulated that karma yoga portion very beautifully. And again, one line quip from Swami Paramatmananda, right? Just kind of, you know, stuck in my head, you know. Attachment with detachment. Attachment to action. with the detachment to results right right Beautiful. yeah Very and nice. and nice. you know i nice. i feel like you need to have that expectation it's it's very important to expect a certain result because otherwise you're not going to put in the necessary effort right to to achieve something so i think it is important to have the expectation like i want to do well on this test meaning i will study for it i will put in the effort i wake up early in the morning to study for it, whatever right but at the end of the day if i didn't do well and you know when the results came it, it wasn't what i wanted i have to be okay with it and i have to say okay you know what did i gain from this experience i gained the knowledge because i put in the effort i i read the 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 book or you know i i put in the effort to study for the test so at least i learned the material i didn't do well on the test fine you know but there's something i still gained from the experience so rajesh if it's okay can i continue because i was on the same thing yeah yeah please go ahead please go ahead okay. because this 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 was perfect at at my level i i applied to what i'm doing at work also right keep working and uh, like you know we discussed many times about expecting promotions and that's that's out of your hand you can ask for promotion but if you don't get it it's okay you focus on working right that's that's what you have to do kind of a thing but i terribly failed in explaining this to my kid i just thought like okay this is a valuable one so let me explain this to my kid and it was like i got a dirty look from them so are you saying i shouldn't study or expect marks or i i it is me i explained it badly to them to her that she said she said like you're telling something weird i don't think that's practical and she moved on so i was just trying to find out how to explain this to a kid because they should not get demotivated because they don't get enough mark even after having put so much effort and if they lose like even one mark they lose they lose an a plus and they become a and they're saying like oh the teacher is not fair i wrote the better thing than the other person and it's like you know how to say this to a kid is what i was thinking about when i read this and i still couldn't come up with a better way to explain at all to my kid i have to come up with a way actually shanta um i you know there's um, so i also have the uh, bhagavad gita for children by rupa pai yeah. and there is a page in that which actually i had my daughter read that page because it it talks about the same thing but it talks about it in a manner that 
would make sense to children. Okay. So there's one page in it and maybe I'll take a picture and send it to you. So okay. you can have it. Can you know, you please post it in the group. Yeah, I'll post it in the group. And I think it's really beautifully... <laughs> I know, Alpana, why you're laughing. <laughs> it, it really beautifully explains it. And, and, I re- and I did have my daughter read it so that, you know, she could also sort of get the essence of... And certain things, right? Like, you know, it's okay. Read the, read the material. You know, I keep telling her, don't fight with the subject. <laughs> like, okay. you know, it's not the subject's fault if it's hard or something. You know, you have to keep at it. You have to put in your best effort to understand it. You um, put in your effort to, you know, do all your work and your problems. And then you go take the test. And then, okay, if you don't do well on the test, that's a different issue. You know, there could be so many factors that could lead to that. But I think, I feel like the important thing is the learning that you're still getting. And it's hard to for them to I get it. I explaining yeah. that enjoy yeah. the learning process of how you arrived at the concept of understanding and everything, but yeah. that didn't sink well with her. <laughs> she just looked at me saying like, what? And she just walked away. So it didn't, uh, maybe <laughs> some more time is needed for them to understand what yeah, I'm yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. I know that I actually practice it and this is, you know, this is like almost like uh, 20 years ago and I had no, like I was not reading the Gita, I had no such thing, but when I was, uh, when I was studying for my CFA, I was like, okay, I know it's really hard getting, you know, passing those tests and stuff. I'm not even, you know, going to focus on that. Let me just focus on studying the material because you know it's interesting, I'm learning something and I kept telling myself, okay, I know I'm probably not gonna pass the test, but at least I learned this thing. <laughs> so, it, but it worked out for me. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I guess that the next person is, uh, starts with R and I'm gonna read out uh, Gunds, Raj uh, Gopalaswamy, that's his name, by the way, if in, some of you don't know him. So <laughs> his name, so uh, I'm gonna read out, he sent he sent me his thing and I, I think, um, um, you know, if you have not read, if you're not listened to what uh, Rajiv Gupta has said and uh, Vivek Mittal have said, please check it out. You know, I think, I, I think it may be hard for us to play it here and listen it together. Maybe, you know, you might want, I don't know how it works on Zoom if I play it, whether all of us can listen or not, but maybe they will, they will lag and all that. So let's, let's, Keep those two things and please listen to them uh, independently. They have wonderfully uh, stated uh, some of their uh, key points. But I'm going to read what uh, Gund sent me you know, because it was a text for me. He said, Hari Om, there are several aha moments for me throughout the book. I will touch upon a couple of them as I don't have the book with me tonight and can't repeat verbatim like you had. You would like me to Guntax, but I will do my best. The first aha was on Karma Yoga itself. I was always of the opinion that do your duty was it. Just like how we learnt it in our common rooms every Sunday morning. But no, it's not. There is a lot more to karma yoga than just doing your duty. It is the attitude with which we do our duty. It is also the type of dharma we need to make our choice on every time we are in a dilemma. And the specific dharma usually takes hold. And lastly, that karma yoga is to purify our minds to make us eligible for jnana yoga. The second aha was that Bhagavan introduces the concept of atma in chapter 2 itself. Growing up and 
and through the years i have never heard the gita in detail and had no clue that bhagwan actually does this so early and pretty much concludes his upadesham except for arjuna's questions resulting in the next 16 there is a sub aha here for me which is the explanation bhagwan gives arjuna that the atma cannot be destroyed by slashing with a knife or any other weapons i had never thought of the atma this way before and it has made me a lot more fearless since then there were several other ahas and i'm reserving them for our upcoming discussions in january then he goes on if he says forgot to add one thing on the atma concept the scientific inquiry and logical conclusion that there has to be an upadana karanam was one of the biggest ahas for me from what bhagwan uh, says this automatically led me to be a lot more fearless in my action very nice okay so i guess it's uh, my time now so i uh, you know i have multiple things but then i'm going to combine two or three things and probably repeat some of the things what uh, you know you know especially you know ashish you you covered right so the first one which struck me was you know in page 2 of this book right it says that you know it says the desire to be different is one of the most important uh, things that distinguishes us from uh, uh, from other you know life beings and then he goes on to say you know the mind has extraordinary powers and it and its suffering is also extraordinary and then the last line it says it does not try to be different from what it is since it does not have a self consciousness which it perceives itself as unhappy when he compares it to the animals right and then in the next next page it says then the second paragraph you know um, because of this wishing to be different this wanting that inadequate self that we have the only self of which one is aware the only self of which one is aware is like a shruti a constant shruti in 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 in, in, in indian music okay then he says that you know this fundamental i want is a fundamental want and it finds articulation in various specific wants each an expression of the conclusion that one is an inadequate being okay so that was a beautiful uh, uh, starting to where uh, you know it connected for me and then it goes on to page uh, the next connection that i could make was in page 40 where swami ji conclusively argues that you know you are not that inadequate self you are happiness he argues that okay there he says that you know if you go through the previous uh, few paragraphs and finally the conclusion is if happiness is neither inside nor outside you where is it only one possibility remains the self because of which you are aware of your body your emotions your thoughts and all the objects of the world then the self must be the source of happiness okay then you know if you read the next paragraph he talks about multiple things and there he talks about uh, you know how uh, the likes and dislikes color us um, i i probably will have to read it 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 will be easier that way okay so it's somewhere in the next paragraph it says that people situations and objects that can bring about in you a pleased mind are the ones that you love but the happiness that you feel never comes from the objects of people however dear they may be happiness is manifest only in a satisfied mind a mind that desires nothing because the self is a source of happiness okay and then uh, he goes on and he explains about you know how in sleep we are happy but at the same time that's uh, you know that's you know 
uh, a, a, a better uh, closest approximation to moksha and all that and then he goes on to page 108 and i was struck at this uh, you know the page 108 of this particular book the significance of 108 right i do not know why but it was struck then it says the care of human kind and something that ashish talked about right he says don't bother you know if you don't and if you don't understand any of my teachings okay even if you cannot, cannot follow the teaching given to you so far you can do something to reach your goal and then he says ananyas chintayanto mam yejanaf paryupasate tesham nityabhyuktanam yogakshemam bahamyam and there the 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 sentence that i that that uh, he paraphrases swami ji the last paragraph in the book if you see in that in that page if you have not understood this teaching because uh, if you have not understood the teaching it is because your mind is riddled with likes and dislikes you have to be freed from their hold hand over your life to me appreciate me as the one who is the cause of everything and the karma phala data the one who gives the results of action it is given to you to act but i give the result whether you recognize me or not i will give you what your actions deserve take the results as they come when you perform action think of me when the work is over think of me i will take care of your yoga and kshema for me this these three connecting these three was the biggest aha moment for me problem solution if you don't understand what to do beautiful very well very said. nice <laughs> yeah All right. Who is next? Shall I go? Shall I go next? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> you know, I, I'm thinking of changing my name to. I mean, adding an A to Satya, but then it becomes Asatya. <laughs> then you know, that completely changes the meaning. So I don't want to do that. Actually. <laughs> so, <laughs> so next time we will do reverse alphabetical order. No, no, no. no it's better well, like this. This way. <laughs> Krishna, that's what I was hoping for. <laughs> Or do what we Sorry, do. I, we forgot the alphabet. VP Rajesh is there. <laughs> Or we do the other way. We do one from the beginning and one from the end. Yeah, mix it up. Yeah. Anupama, only only you have to keep track. You know, I cannot do that. <laughs> you know, you are best at doing that. You know, with all the small kids that you teach, I'm pretty sure you'll remember that way. But Sakubert, uh, you know, I think we'll have to let VP do it, and then you go last. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, no problem. Okay. Yeah, VP. Okay. Oh, no, no. Let him go. It's okay. <laughs> okay. So I'll, I think VP is mentioned. I think I'll go ahead. So um, uh, you know, it's going to be a, uh, a repeat, but still, I think you know, we I think reinforce the thing because I think Ajay and Alpana uh, <coughs> talked about it. Um, you know, many times in our life, in general, you know, when things are not going well for us, um, you know. At least in half in jest, you know, we say that you know we want to become a sannyasi and we want to go to Rishikesh and uh, <laughs> you know, uh, do that. And I'm sure, uh, you know, that fleeting thought would have come to many of us. Or at least, you know, I, I will. And I'm not ashamed to say that, you know, I at least mentioned this. You know, I, I said maybe half in jest, you know, as I said. So, uh, but then Krishna has a clear, uh, you know, he's very clear on this, right? You know, in uh, in again uh, page fifty one, you know, uh, which is basically Gita chapter three and uh, uh, this one. So he says, uh, when when Arjuna says that, you know, why are you making me do things? 
you know, I mean, I'm ready to give up all these things and I want to go. Why are you making me do, uh, uh, engage in this cruel, cruel action is what uh, he says. And uh, Krishna has a very clear reply, right? I mean, so he says that, you know, not even for moments, you know, you think that, you know, anyone can remain without performing action, right? Not even your stay in the physical body can be accomplished without action, is what he says. And then he goes on to explain. Uh, so, yeah, of course, he then says, you know, I mean, it, he moves on to um, you know, Prashad Buddhi and Ishwarpana Buddhi. And I think which two are really powerful. I think that's, a, I mean, if, if something that, you know, I keep getting myself reminded of, you know, is these two. Like, you know, I think if, if, if you do these two, I mean, any action if you do with these two, uh, I think a lot of things are taken care of. Now, uh, you know, he... Uh, on the sannyasi part, you know, he again, you know, kind of reinforces this in uh, later part, you know, which is, uh, you know, this is page 72, which is uh, um, uh, chapter 9 of the book. So he's saying that both sannyasa and karma, karma yoga lead to liberation. Of these two, however, karma yoga is better than the renunciation of uh, action. And later in uh, page 75, he says, you cannot choose sannyasa, you know, it has to be discovered, right? So, uh, all I wanted to say that I've given him a plan for Rishikesh. So, I want to do... Good. Well done. <laughs> I want to be in present and uh, do the action with the right intent. And uh, uh, Rishikesh will call me when it is ready, when I'm ready, actually. But 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 and don't give up karma sannyasa. <laughs> yeah. Akubha, Rajinikan went to Rishikesh. <laughs> you know, you know when when I when I say this, you know, like I want to, you know, literally leave everything. I want to go to Rishikesh, you know, and I'm reminded of the saying saying that you know when people uh, who talk of Nirvana uh, who want to give up everything and talk of Nirvana don't do uh, don't know what to do on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> 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 I know. You know, yesterday I, I, I had this uh, uh, yeah, interesting experience. I went into Barnes & Noble yesterday. My son wanted to get something. And I actually walked along the religion, uh, religion and spiritualism section. You wouldn't believe it. There is a book which says how to achieve nirvana with LSD and drugs. I was so shocked. Wow. Still going on. Yeah. You wouldn't believe it. I found it. I found that kind of such such. I mean, I, I, the title is not exactly what that is, but that's the c content of it. Written by some professor who teaches about, you know, uh, hallucinating drugs in some college here in the US. Yeah. It, it, it always shocked. starts with the, the professors. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the days also, yeah. it was Howard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, other, other thing, uh, other thing, you know, which is not, of course, in this book, uh, which I think Ankur also uh, mentioned, which is, I think it was so nice to go through, you know, uh, the 22 lectures of uh, Swami Paramahansa Matmananda on uh, uh, Tathobada and the, what, I mean, the two months that we spent on Tathobada was really amazing, actually, you know. I, I think that made uh, the understanding this book and Gita, of course, uh, in a much better way. So, uh, I think that uh, change that you brought in, Rajesh, uh, was a... It was the right step, I would say, you know, in hindsight. And the 22 lectures of uh, Swami P are really a treasure, actually. Some people haven't heard that. I think they should, you know, listen to that. All right. Any questions for Sakuba before we move to 
VP Rajesh. There you go, VP. Yeah. Uh, so I think uh, Rajesh, this was a uh, wonderful idea uh, because as I was uh, trying to figure out something which could be, um, you know, a little unique in the sense that I will be the last one. So uh, I came up with some 15, 20 of them. And, you know, I think I have a rough outline of my presentation in January. So you solved one of the problems Perfect. right there with, with this idea. Um, so for me, you know, I think uh, I would go to page eight first. I have two things that I want to share because a lot of material has been covered. Um, so on page eight in the last, the second last paragraph, uh, you know, this uh, whole notion of these three factors, um, and I will just read it out. Uh, you know, Arjuna looked at things differently. He was confident that Lord Krishna would make the difference between success and uh, uh, failure because he considered Sri Krishna to be the Lord. Three factors determine the results of an action. Prayatna, human endeavor, Kala, time, and Devam, the Lord. The first two factors are within one's control, but it is Devam, the unknown third factor, that makes the difference between success and failure. Arjun had faith in Devam, Duryodhan did not. And, and you know, when we had uh, back uh, several months ago, when we were discussing this particular paragraph, and we had a lot of debate about what is this Devam. Um, and I sort of did not get it, but I accepted it. Um, and I said, okay, that's the X factor. You know, we, you don't know how it, something you, you know from your experience that even doing after your best, sometimes it doesn't work out. And that's sort of the X factor that decides that. But when I was listening to Swami P's uh, 22 lectures that uh, Sakuba just talked about, I think he explained that Devam beautifully. Um, I don't recall exactly what he said, uh, but the examples that he gave and, and just convinced me that, wow, this, this is one of the most powerful thing. It's almost like cosmic force that if you are doing something right, uh, the God, the Lord or whatever, Brahman, whatever you want to call it, will intervene and take care of things. And I thought that was just connecting that Swami P's examples with this particular idea uh, was a big aha moment. That's when the penny dropped for me to understand what really Devam means. Um, the second one I would, uh, you know, go to uh, page number 112. And, and this was another huge um, aha moment. Um, you know, what do you own in life? And um, I will just read the last paragraph of this page. You cannot claim authority of anything found in the creation. If you're not the author, you cannot be the owner. The creator is the owner. You cannot say that you created a business empire. To do so, you must first exist, but you did not author your own body. Your business house stands on a piece of land that you did not create. The building that you uh, have there, you did not make. The laws of nature are responsible for the building and the materials with which the building is constructed are drawn from the creation. The brick is not your creation. It was made possible by the Lord who provided the clay. What exactly is your creation? You cannot name a single thing. Ownership is only a notion. And, and you know, to me, this sort of led directly to uh, what we were practicing, Rajesh, all throughout uh, Chaturmasa. The whole notion of Vairagyam, you know, came uh, so, so clearly to me after uh, reading this part that, yeah, you know, if you think about it and somewhere, Swamiji's talk about the fact that we are all guests here. We are house guests. And so therefore we need to do 
behave in a certain manner and then you know we are going to uh, go away so these are a couple of aha moments that uh, i thought i'll share with the group because uh, a lot of the other aha moments have been already talked about but yeah. these two uh, i thought would uh, be helpful to the group beautiful right nice. um I, I, very well said uh, vp and i remember the, the initial days i think uh, we struggled a little bit to get on track to understand some of these newer concepts i think we that's why we went a little slow if you remember we were even doing maybe two pages per per gd right correct that yeah, itself yeah. was really hard for us to get aligned but after that it was it became smoother and smoother and i think the yeah, time was right. well worth spent i would say you know in terms of taking the time to do it otherwise it's really hard to get this yeah and i would i would recommend that you know uh, you are absolutely right with chapter 4 and 5 especially 5 6 7 i was struggling like crazy um and that's when swami spg came in and you know thanks to alpna i started listening to uh, some of his uh, series and the way he was explaining and listening to him and then reading the chapters it started to come together much better um so that that's you know that's sort of a good example of devam that you're trying exactly. to read something and and somehow somebody suggested something and you realize that you are able to connect the dots much more easily because you are doing both the things together yeah and if so if, I, if, if people don't like the word daivam it can also be called serendipity act, action with the right intent right when your intent is right then things start falling into place yeah yeah all right any last closing comments from anyone i know that uh, you know next week we are taking a break so go ahead yeah i was just going to say happy holidays everyone and it has been a wonderful year as vivek was saying i think i just wanted to say 2020 has been very transformative doing uh, chaturmasa and reading this gita book and listening to all the discourses um i think it's a definitely a life changing experience and um you know it's i i i'm looking forward to 2021 because i know it will only get better from here once we start <laughs> reading the actual gita text and the shlokas from that so really looking forward to it yeah cool met in delhi last in 2019 when this was uh, conceived this was it was vp 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 rajesh vp rajesh sakubhaya yeah. Yeah. yeah we had we had dinner together and then uh, varma varma ha varma, varma, varma. Yes. <laughs> and then on my I way back it. you know my flight got delayed then i met you i know i spent time with alpana in singapore and then we <laughs> came here and this whole thing happened <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Again, serendipity. <laughs> it's, right? it's, yeah, it's, it's also the grace of uh, Daivan there. Yeah. 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 No, I don't I, think uh, I, I don't think I've seen any group which has sustained an interest in one subject uh, for one whole year, other than the main group, which you know, which keeps going between Trump and uh, you know the other things. Yeah, <laughs> that is constant there. But other than that, any other topic, I think this is the only group that seemed to have. And a topic like this, and and that too on a topic like this, right? Yeah. I mean, and if you and if you recall, Rajesh, we started saying we started with once in two weeks, right? Correct, correct, and, yes, correct. And then courtesy COVID, we kind of said let's do it every week. We've got yeah, 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 yeah. And, and yeah. we've been able to keep pace. That's been great. And yeah. and at some level, I mean, I I just hope that you know we can all sort of continue to do this for much longer. Uh, there is so much yeah. to to uncover and learn. Yeah, 
Yeah, absolutely. So, so, so speaking I, I of, there is, uh, you know, no going back after this. You can only move forward. That's right. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's yeah. true, Manu. Knowledge yeah. yeah. cannot, when cannot go away. Yeah. When we couldn't <laughs> attend uh, some days, we were able to go and uh, listen to the recordings. That also helped. Yeah. Like, yeah. People were very diligent in doing that. <laughs> no, it's it's all Kishore. Kishore just gives me the recording. For me, it's just press the button, you know. <laughs> no, no. It's, so, uh, just wanted to, uh, not too many people probably know this, but, uh, uh, you know, I met uh, uh, Rajesh probably a year and a half ago now, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah even that was serendipity, right? Our Devam uh, here, which is, you know, my, I, uh, my brother in law, uh, who is your classmate, right? VP Krishnan. So he used to tell me, hey, you know what? You're sounding like, when I used to talk to him about some of these things, you're sounding like my friend who is close to, who lives close to you, where you are. Maybe you guys should meet. And then I, I, he left it at that, right? And then one day uh, I, I, I kept asking him, okay, whenever you come here, and you, let's go for a coffee and let's meet with uh, uh, Rajesh here. So it, it never happened. So, and then one fine day I said, okay, why don't you just send me a text, uh, just introducing both of us, right? Uh, and that's how it started. And, and then we, uh, we ended up meeting for, uh, for lunch. Yeah. Uh, I think at Chat House, remember, Radish, mm-hmm. uh, and, then, and then went on from there. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> again, one thing leads to the other. And I had just completed uh, listening to Swami P's uh, Bhagavad Gita, and this was perfect. Uh, it, it was the right time, actually. Uh, when uh, Rajesh introduced me to Swami G and took me on the the next path, so so it's like somebody, yeah, it, yeah. it's amazing how yeah. this work out. And and and, and, and and if I if I can and if I can add, I mean, you know, you know, obviously Rajesh, you've kind of initiated this, and you've been sort of our, our kind of uh, go-to person on this. But I think you mean you, VP Rajesh? Uh, He's the guy who started no, no. it. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I think you, you've been sort of the kind of the anchor as far as this. I mean, obviously, we all sort of wanted to do this, but I think you've been the anchor. But equally, I think uh, you, Kishore and Alpana, because you yep. all have been, you know, kind of, you, I mean, in, in a way, sort of the, the three of you have been sort of the kind of guru for me, because you've been able to add so much perspective, particularly in the early days when I have to confess, I was kind of very, very lost. I used to attend all the lectures diligently, but at some level, I was a complete sort of mess in my mind. And I think some of the simple, easy examples that all three of you gave was 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 brilliant. So I cannot thank each of you enough. Okay. Uh, just awesome. to add on to that uh, serendipity uh, chain, I am the other non-Bitsian in this group. Thank you so much for adding me. And Kishore and I are actually uh, distant relatives. The way I explained to my wife about Kishore, he's my distant relative but close friend. That's how he. Uh, <laughs> we were at Google for like about uh, like a year or so. We overlapped until the last week. He was about to leave. We somehow did not meet at all. We just uh, kept postponing or oh, we will meet later. There is always time. And then like Kishore gives his notice to Google and he says next week I'm leaving Google. Let's meet. And then after lunch we go for a walk and then the entire conversation like kind of was fully on Bhagavad Gita and the various mm-hmm. topics we have read. And so on. And then uh, he, uh, yes, we just continued on that Bhagavad Gita discussion. And then like a year later, again, in one of the, once he started writing the Medium articles, uh, we again went back like on this email chain, which is when he introduced uh, to the Celestius group. Like I said, again, thank you so much. Again, I've been learning a lot. It's wonderful, wonderful uh, discussions here. For me, I had this group. 
right i heard uh, alpana some of you are from pilani itself right i hear that some oh. pieces ashish and alpana yeah i am i am yeah and <laughs> i am half sadhuma and i are from the same town yeah. <laughs> and we went to bits and now we are in this class <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i had uh, been collecting various you know easy to read uh, you know interpretations of geeta for the last many years but i never got around to reading them and then uh, this year because of all the stuff that was going on you know causing me a lot of anxiety i i started trying to read the books that i had and um, not really making a lot of you know movement on those and then shelly mentioned to me one day that oh you know we're starting a discussion on geeta do you want to uh, join us and i was like yeah yeah i would like to do that <laughs> and uh, so you know that was the group with alpana and anu and you know a few of us and the, the, uh, the thursday breakout session the thursday yeah we we were originally we were meeting twice a week because we had a lot of catch up to do um but now it's only once a week and and it was just so timely for me it it was awesome and then you know when we felt like okay now maybe we can <laughs> i think we waited for alpana to give us the green light like now you guys are ready to join the bigger group <laughs> but it it's been awesome i i really uh, have been you know enjoying all our discussions and it, it really makes me think and and it gives me a lot of uh, you know peace of mind it it also gives a lot of tools to help build that peace of mind so thank you So my 2020 is like you know first half was lot of anxiety second half lot of peace so thank you beautiful the the average is good average yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's right but like to add to what one of you said before like bhagavad gita is like the matrix movies red pill once you take it you cannot unlearn it that's it you you are forever changed you cannot you cannot yeah. unsee it unhear it or anything Yeah. yeah. I saw Alpana raising your hand. Yeah, no, I was just saying that it's amazing actually. I'm quite amazed by the pace at which this group moved from some people who had never even read anything about, you know, Gita etc. This the pace at which with you with which you guys moved was just phenomenal. And that shows, you know, the, the amount of commitment and the effort that went into from your part. was yeah it was it was amazing so yeah, so so again uh, uh, just on that you know i think you know whatever vp said is so relatable right so the prayatna was there and maybe because of covid we had the time uh, but i think some something else made it happen actually. yeah so that's yeah. why i think vp yeah. you know you were you were <laughs> uh, your point we really liked actually because many times the first two happens and the third uh, for some reason you know it doesn't happen or it doesn't it's not there so the whole thing doesn't happen so i think some old clip yeah it's all data yeah 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 vpi yeah, i agree with you for, for me it is purely daivam i i joined in so late and uh, uh, rajesh and i kind of connected once or twice uh, on whatsapp here because he figured out that uh, our daughters go to the same uh, university and we that that was the context and then okay. then somehow one of the podcast played which i i i was i didn't consciously go in there it i think it was on the status <laughs> and 
the way things happen the phone was in my pocket and then i saw there is a podcast and i listened to it and i realized this thing is going on and that's when i reached out to rajesh okay you have something great going on looks like i said why don't yeah. you come in and join so yeah for me yeah i been reading on and off uh, but yeah not making much headway uh, looks like yeah this uh, group is amazing it will it will help me a lot thank you uh, i mean i use this i use the meeting that we had uh, last november uh, as uh, an example for free will uh, in the sense that you know god sort of arranged the meeting uh, for all of us but then when vp mentioned that let's do this it was our choice to make whether or not we want to do this or not so you know the whole concept of free will versus no free and will and hence yeah sorry yeah it's like it's like the blue pill or the red pill <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you so you choose like in alpha's example you know apples or oranges you know so if you have those two you know which one you choose is is what free will is all about it's not about i mean obviously there is some destiny but, but there is a certainly a free will a piece of you know choice to be made and i i am glad we made that choice i think the buddhist saying or uh, vedanta saying goes like when the student is ready the teacher appears so <laughs> yes. constantly yeah. in life yes. various teachers various forms books discourses they appear when we are ready yeah. all right guys i think it's getting very very late so um, just a quick check on the um, uh, on the logistics next week we are taking a complete break from uh, geeta so please continue taking the red pill by yourself uh, and uh, continue on that 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 course of the uh, you know the medicine and third we start with uh, presentations okay so you know I, i you know you will you, you will think that it's a pretty crazy thing what i was asking all of all of us to do but please trust me it's going to be one of the most you know amazing experiences for each one of us because the what you're going to put in and what you're going to say will synthesize the learning much more so please please my request is please do not ignore that and do it and uh, some of you are starting pretty uh, the first presentations are starting um, uh, on jan 3rd with gunds and uh, shanta you uh, if you have not taken the opportunity to find out what topic uh, you want to do please slot it in as quickly as you can because what i want to do is by end of next week i want to share it so that all of us can start sharing with the other people saying that this is the topic schedule ideally you know okay. i would want us to get people excited about the topic so please write something catchy if you want help in marketing and sales there are a lot of people out here who can help you with sales and marketing i can help too please uh, pitch you know uh, let's pitch it together let's invite more people to at least listen to the transformation journey that we have gone through right that way we don't know what's so going to what happen the, so i have a question i didn't understand that what topic do we need to pick up i thought the book is the topic or no no or the, the can... my spiritual journey in 2020 ah, okay. i added because we started in 2020 oh, I, but I, it's I my spiritual the... journey you you can choose you know it's such a broad topic or you can go a narrow topic and you can say karma yoga or you can talk about karma or you can talk about yoga if you want whatever you want understood it's up to okay. you nothing quick question out. quick question or comment actually um are people planning to you know make presentations as in as in actually uh, you know use a powerpoint or google uh, google slide i am planning to make presentation i'm pretty poor yeah, at here. you know talking out of my memory I, you know along with my hair the memory is yeah so i just wanted to put it out there <laughs> somebody wants to think along those lines uh, it's yeah. not a bad idea to build yeah. slides yeah yeah so my only request is when i choosing the topic if you don't mind please think of the audience the audience is not necessarily the people in this group the audience could be 
you know our friends and family so please you know write the topic in such such a way that it is easier for them to relate uh, so that you know they can understand that there could be a potential solution to quote unquote some of the topical problems that we face okay yep. and please finish up the topic list by 27th and uh, i know it's quite late so we're going to say uh, om shanti 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 thrice and then we will uh, uh, close it today okay let's start with the om shanti om shanti 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 he sarve jana sukhino bhavantu om tat sat all right everyone. everyone see you on jan 3rd yeah happy 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 new year happy new year bye bye Adiós. Bye.